Welcome to the Spirit for Success podcast with your hosts, Rach Wilson and Therese Tucker. Welcome to another live Ladypreneur kick-ass lady <laughs> podcast. Lady ball. Okay, Rach is changing the name of the show right now. It is now Lady Ball Podcast. Go. <laughs> Welcome. I think we broke our own balls. Anyway, moving on. Oh, it is that kind of day. Oh, it's been ridiculous. We're going to go into this in more in a minute. But the uh, the energy, the, the the timing, there's just lots of fucking weird going on right now. So we're going to talk about the fucking weird and the woo and um, give you some things that you can do, as we always do, to help make this an easier time and more fun and all the good stuff. So I'm going to chuck it over to Therese. He's going to tell us what the fuck is going on. <laughs> what the flag nor. <laughs> all right. Bye, Jack. Yeah. No, first of all, I think that the way to get through all of this is with laughter. You mm-hmm. have to laugh. And I'm just going to give you an example of how ridiculous energy is right now. So I'm talking, Rach and I are deep in a chat last night. We're chatting. I'm painting, and <laughs> this is this painting. I'm using oil paints, which, if anybody has used oil paints, knows how what an incredible mess they can be. Thank God they're water soluble. The ones I'm using, anyway. We're chatting. We're talking about why is it so weird? I totally take my palette full of paint. It slips out of my hand, lands face down onto my hardwood floor, <laughs> and. Uh, have to peel the palette up and of course there's a bunch of paint on the ground my cat who has been like uh, you know persona non grata all day all of a sudden shows up and has to like step in the paint and then I have to chase the cat around the kitchen and he's leaving red footprints <laughs> everywhere he goes and I'm like trying to talk to Rach and I'm yelling and trying I'm to wash the cat's foot. Going, oh, fuck, no, no. <laughs> trying to wash the cat's foot the cat won't let me wash his foot it was just drama but then the whole time I was laughing because I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I mean, it can't get weirder. The timing can't get weirder mm-hmm. than that. And that just kind of seems like the theme to me is just things are not in alignment. The timing out. is weird. Totally out. Everything's out of whack. And we've, I've noticed yeah. too, we talked about it a little bit yesterday. It's just time. For me, time has been out of whack. It's like I keep getting the day wrong. I can't remember the last time I got the day wrong. I always know what day it is. But I swear on Tuesday it was Wednesday and then yesterday it was Thursday. Today, I know it's Thursday. <laughs> I moments ago, I gotta wish it was Saturday. But it's just, and time keeps slipping through my fingers. At least that's what it feels like. Every time I look at the clock, it's like, God, it's been half an hour. I swear I've only been doing this for five minutes or taking care of Jack's. And then this comes up just in the energy of stuff. Mm. Yeah. And sleep is weird or mm-hmm. off or difficult. Um, like, for example, last night I woke up about I don't know what was it two thirty Rach that I started mm-hmm. chatting to you. Rachel's got a bit <laughs> exactly. So she's like, "What the hell are you talking to me right now for?" I'm just like, "I don't know." My eyes just like flicked open and I was awake, mm. and I probably stayed awake until about six a.m. Fell back asleep for a couple hours and then woke back up, and weirdly feel like I got a full night's sleep. That's the weirdest part mm. for me is that I don't have that dragging feeling. Um, So here's what I want to talk about. I wanted to connect the dots a little bit. And really that's what it is. It's just intuitive connecting the dots. Uh, I can't prove this. I'm going into my woo-woo superpowers (laughs) to help you guys try to make sense of this. Um, So 
we're going through these waves of ascension. Everybody who's here and listening to this, you probably heard me talk about it. You probably get that. That makes sense to you. You felt it. You've noticed it in your own life. The earth is also going through its own waves of ascension. And I want you to think about how on the solar eclipse, there was definitely a shift. Mm. Something shifted. Now, um, where we're at, traveling through the big galaxy, our little solar system, is it moves. You know, this is something that I've only learned recently. In my head, before I found this out, I always thought we were in a static position mm. in the big yeah. cosmos, right? Yeah, but think about that big picture that we see with the big swirl and the, that little pinprint that says you are here and it's a little spot, right? That thing is moving, right? So this dir, we are moving. Our whole solar system is moving through this bigger galaxy. We've moved into this pocket where there is an acceleration in this, like there's a cloud type thing that we're moving through. I mean, I really, you have to go look into, um, you know, quantum physics, astrophysics. They're talking about it over there. So if you want the details, go look up those kind of people. <laughs> what I can tell you is that we're, we're moving into this cloud where energy moves differently. So of course, if it's effect, affecting the solar system, it's affecting the planet. If it's affecting mm -hmm. the planet, it's affecting us. Another person said we're kind of like fleas on a dog when it comes <laughs> to the earth, right? The earth is a living organism. Mm. It is like a big dog and we are the fleas technically on it. So whatever happens to the dog happens to the fleas, right? So here we are. The earth is going through these waves of ascension. Now I want you to take a look at the current state of the earth. So Rach, what are some of the things that are happening on earth at the time of this podcast? Yeah. So at the time we've had multiple earthquakes some really big ones around Mexico. Yeah. Um, even LA had one. So there's New Zealand. Yeah. And I've certainly been talking to a few of my other friends who, who have kind of senses in that and they feel like there's more coming, if not another big one. So mm -hmm. there's that anticipate like, things shifting. And then we've had multiple hurricanes. Um, yep. Across, particularly up your end of the earth because it's obviously mm -hmm. what we call cyclone season and yeah. you know we've had some devastating ones and there's more that are in the works and again people are saying the same thing this is not the end of it this is all part of it and it's um it is creating a lot of fear and it's messing with the collective consciousness as well and there's been wildfires so in at least in mm. the united states if not in other places uh, we've had wild, wildfires. So now let's go past the actual um, cataclysmic event and look at the energy. So a hurricane is a vortex, right? So it's a spinning, shifting <laughs> vortex. Then we've got an earthquake, which is a shift, right? A split and a crack and a shift and an adjustment. Mm. And then we've got fire, which is transmutational. Transmutational. So one of the things that dawned on me the other day as I was trying to just like grapple with what the hay is going on and why does time feel weird? That was my question mm. that I posted to my team. I was like, okay, why, but why does time feel weird? Time as we understand it, the construct of time on earth is very specific to earth. It changes as you go out of the earth's orbit. It has mm. to do with gravity. And so gravity pulls time and manipulates it. Again, we're kind of going Einstein here, but you want to think of the blanket theory and how when you drop something in the middle of the blanket, mm -hmm. it creates kind of a funnel, right? And it's, and the thing would be 
uh, in the outer ellipsis, it would spin slower, and then as it gets closer, it winds up, right? So with all these cataclysmic, shifting, spinning, transmutational events, what do you think is happening to the fabric of time right now? It's doing the same thing. It's shifting, it's splitting, it's transmuting, it's changing. And it's normal. It's totally normal. I think the interesting thing that's happening is how, uh, because we're, we are also getting these upgrades, right? We're becoming more aware, more awake, more conscious of everything and how we're connected to it, mm -hmm. that we are starting to experience, like really experience it and um, notice it and take note. Something feels different. Now, one of the things that caused me to ask the question was, I, I had it in my head. So our spirit circle, our new moon spirit circle is tonight. And this is the right, it is tonight for it's all not, of the people. Not because anybody was confused. <laughs> it's tonight or today. It is today. It's happening after our podcast at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, and then 12 p.m. in Australia, okay. right? Mm -hmm. Okay. But I used to saw it anyway. So, and I've never doubted it. And our spirit circles have always been on the time they were supposed to be on. There's a great calendar that I follow that I sent out to everyone. All good. But yesterday, I had it convinced that I had it wrong, that the new moon was yesterday. And technically, time zone-wise, it gets a little – I mean, technically, it was last night in the United States, right? Like, so it wasn't – that it wasn't incorrect information either. It was just I had this crazy feeling that I'd somehow messed up. And I went and I tried to, like, fix it really fast so I could catch everybody and make sure I got everybody uh, in the most potent window. And all it did was create like a weird shit storm. <laughs> and of course she asks, she says it to me and it's like five o'clock in the morning when I get the message. I'm only just waking up because, you know, hubby gets up at 4.30 and, and then I kind of wake up. So five o'clock in the morning, she's like, oh, it's supposed to be today. I'm like, okay. And I've looked at my calendar and gone, oh yeah, I can do that. Not realizing that we've actually moved it back by an hour today so that we could do the podcast and that if we right, had right. it at the original time, which is what she said, Yesterday, right. it would have been at 11 a.m. I already had a source for shift training. I'm like, right. didn't click until much later in the morning when I was, you know, more fully away. Like, oh, my God, the comedy of errors here. Oh, my God. It was, it was epic, the amount of drama for nothing. I mean, that really is what the comedy of errors is about, drama for no reason, right? No. So, um, and I wasn't the only one who was experiencing it. There was a weird urgency mm. also that kept coming up, like this has to be fixed. And truly, there was nothing that needed to change. It was just this weird misinformation um, that I was, I was viewing stuff where people were saying, it's today, this is when it's happening. And, and then I, as soon as I made the uh, calendar switch, which was the wrong thing, then I got all this information from other sources saying, nope, it's tomorrow, the 20th, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so the re that just spurred me to ask, what the hell is happening with time? Why can't I keep? Um, track of it. Yeah, Caitlin's saying, I think I got five emails. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> but um, so getting back to the point, though, of this weird rift in time, it not only will you be confused about maybe what day it is or what you're supposed to be doing. Appointments are getting shifted and changed. I've had people shifting them with me. I'm like, wow, this is, and it's a lot this way, more than average. A lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
I, I had another it, on the same day. I had a woman um, trying to schedule something with me and it was like we were, she would ask me a question and I would answer it, but it wasn't like we weren't seeing each other's question or answer. And it just kept going to the point where I'm like, I'm totally confused. And that's kind of when we reined it back in. Um, but this, it was causing, so these time rifts can cause um, communication errors, mm. right? Because you might actually be getting information about a certain timeline that is really happening. Okay. It could have really, and did for some people that the, the new moon was yesterday and that was when it was potent. My original timeline was today. Right. And I should, and lesson learned, just stick with what you think, you know, right. It's just like, if you're dealing with groups of people, just stick with what you think, you know, <laughs> but the point being that, um, to be gentle, with yourself and with other people because truly and honestly what feels like craziness might just simply be two timelines diverging <laughs> over each other in a really just chaotic way. So I want to look at some of these comments. Uh, Anna was saying that she had four client no shows and that's unheard of for one day mm. and, and it was happening for about a week for her. So let's talk about, so Rach, you were, talking about this is sort of an offshoot of this conversation i just wanted you guys to notice the energy and how um when i did a card pull yesterday on facebook live the, the energy came up as unstable mm. and that uh what was the response to it was the energy is unstable and that your your known methods or your known um ways of dealing with it will not work you have to think outside the box now because the energy is weird. So your, your normal fix might not fix it. You might have to get a little creative. So with that, I just want to hand it over to Rach and talk about some of the other stuff that was coming up with all this energy of people. Yeah, well, I noticed in me, it was just, again, we kind of touched on it, this crazy urgency to get things done, but then not really knowing what it was that I had to get done. And falling into, which was an old, old pattern of thinking and, and feeling, feeling overwhelmed and feeling, um, yeah, like that urgency, need to do, 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 do. And it wasn't until I kind of, I started to pull myself out, but I had to talk to Therese to kind of go, right, this is where I'm at. She, she, was help, she kind of helped me to pull out and go, oh, I actually don't need to go there. I don't need to do that. Let's come back to just breathing and being in this moment. So we're before I'd kind of recognized it. I didn't recognize it until I was really in it. So it, it's just, it's, and I've had a couple of other people say the same thing, that feeling of urgency and it's coming in waves. Like it's not full on the whole time. It's just all of a sudden, Oh, I need to get something done. What do I need to get done? Wind up. <laughs> um, and it's throwing us off our, Throwing us center. off center. Yeah, it's throwing us off our center, and that the things that would normally keep me centered haven't necessarily kept me centered. Right. Uh, so that's the whole upheaval. You need a different approach. Yeah, and digging I, in deeper. Had to dig in deeper. I want. I want to go back, kind of, to add to this, and I want to go back to the analogy of the fleas on the dog. So the point around that is that as the Earth is going through these weird shifts and changes, it's ascending in energy. The energy is actually going up. It's like it's shaking off a lower vibration and moving up into its higher vibration. 
so like I said, whatever happens to the dog has to happen to the fleas. The fleas have to adjust to this to keep being here or you, you have this discord. So what's happening is the earth's frequency is rising. If we're not consciously doing things to raise our frequency, we're going to feel discord. <laughs> it's like a little bit spattered <laughs> and bruised, a little bit pushed around. I'm just keeping it yeah. on because he's rolling. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was like, is, does he have the fruit pouch? No, you're not going to. No, let him no. Have the fruit pouch. <laughs> he rolled himself up in the blanket. I'm just just, just waiting for the. Uh, no, he got himself unrolled. We're good. Okay. Crisis averted. <laughs> I love it. Um, so, so here's what we suggest because we're, we're actually going to cut this one short because we do have the spirit circle at 7 PM tonight, which you still can join if you're not already in it. And it, it will be happening. It's definitely mm -hmm. happening. I'm going to start unwinding this and help you to get back into a center, which is going to be really important over this next few weeks. Absolutely. So, um, we wanted to give you some tips just about raising your frequency, quick ways to do it. Rach. Give them a tip. Mm, so what I've found is I used to go into like my meditation and go through all my little guided processes to do whatever it is I needed to do and it hasn't been working. So the what has been working is to just even take five minutes where I stop and breathe. And we were talking about, Teresa and I were talking about this yesterday. And it's actually about learning to come into that space of being. And a lot mm -hmm. of people don't know how to do that. It's, and we're gonna, I'll let Teresa explain it from her perspective and I'll explain how it kind of works for me. Um, it's where I'm focused on almost hearing everything and feeling everything and being aware of everything in that moment. And it does take a little bit of practice because I find myself going into that space and then the thought comes in, oh, what about this? No, 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 wait. <laughs> Breathing in, coming back to, and I'm finding I can do that for a lot longer where I can sit and I can just hear the sounds. I'm not attaching any thoughts to it. I can feel the oxygen moving in and out of my body and I naturally breathe deeper and slower when I do that. And there's a feeling of complete calm and just, just being. Right. The breathing is probably the simplest thing we can do and it's so powerful on so many levels. So let's talk about it because it is the fastest way. You want to change your frequency, change your breathing. I'll be back in yes. <clears throat> so... First of all, deep breathing, correct breathing is detoxifying. Oxygen detoxifies the body. So the, even like drinking water, right? It's the oxygen in the water that's detoxifying the body. If you start breathing deeply, then you're moving toxins out of your system. As the toxins leave your system, your frequency naturally goes up. So that's one way that breathing correctly can help you uh, raise your frequency. Another way is when you start breathing deeply, you're going to have to notice where you're breathing right now. And if where you're breathing right now is high and shallow, that shows you where your emotional center is. So that's high is fight or flight, right? So that's stress and fear right there. When you deepen your breath, you have to go into a place of all is well. It just, you have to, it's because uh, the breath overrides the emotional state. It There's really another, does. With yeah. the breathing shallow, the other time you breathe shallow is when you're in adrenaline. It's not necessarily fight or flight. Like you can be in adrenaline when something's really exciting and you're getting things done and you're still breathing shallow there. So it's like I've noticed that ecstatic kind of energy is also um, burns adrenaline. 
So I'm learning to be in a space of this is really good, but I slow it down so that I can be with the energy and it's more potent that way instead of frantic. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So the breath is a great place to start. Then when you get the breath going, another layer to that is um, observing that you're observing your breath, right? So you're literally, you want to think about, um, let's go back to my, one of my favorite analogies, which is the Harry Potter reference I make mm -hmm. a lot where either you're Harry Potter or you're J.K. Rowling, all right? So as you're breathing in the beginning, it's like your first person character, Harry Potter, right? As you're observing the, that you're breathing, you become, you step out into a third person. You are the observer. You become like JK Rowling, right? Which is the higher self. Okay, so where you're stepping is that stepping out of this first person illusion is you're stepping into your actual being. And this is the, I, this is what they mean by being, right? Mm -hmm. The observer is, is not participating mm. in the drama or the story. Is not attached to the no, outcome. No, it's not attached to that person, this thing, needing money, needing time. L lower, letting go of the attachment allows you to be in a complete space of alignment. Absolutely. And when you step back into the observer, what happens is you become curious because you're, you know you're okay. You know it. You are okay. You're only observing it. You're not it, right? You're not the thing happening to you. So then what happens is it opens you up to curiosity. Then you can observe the situation from a distance and say, interesting choice. Hmm. Because that's what our higher self is doing. It knows it's fine, right? It's just watching going, interesting choice. <laughs> yes, reading that uh, choose your own adventure and picks page 33. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, but the beauty is, to add the level of the creator to it. So the creator then, so then you have the observer and then that higher, another layer up in your higher self is the creator. So this desire uh, comes in to create as you wish, right? So, and this is interesting. This is where manifesting truly resides. Mm -hmm. And it's simple and yet kind of difficult because you do have to detach first, mm. detach from how it goes. And then move up a level and you're observing and you're also starting to write the story intentionally. This has been interesting because as with Source for Shift, like I've been focused on, you know, with the training, focusing on helping people to release beliefs and release emotions. And what I've come across in the last, you know, probably about month or so is also the other layer, like you were talking about, releasing attachment, which is different to a belief or an emotion. Right. Um, so I've had to create a whole new, well, it's been all been divinely channeled through um, to map out how to release attachments to things, how to release attachments to emo and emotional attachments and stuff because there's different yes. layers. So it's been really interesting to, to be my own guinea pig and then have my students do the same thing and seeing the results and how quickly things shift when they're able to release the attachment to yes. the thing that's in front of them. Another Another great way to say release the attachment is to let go of the label. For example, mm -hmm. I label myself as a mom. I label myself as a woman. I label myself as an entrepreneur. You know, I am blonde. I've got, you know, light skin, red lipstick on, whatever. Those are technically labels. That's nothing. That's not actually me. Mm. And that's the interesting part is that um, is maybe looking at the language you're using about attachment. Because Rach and I are talking about this. It's very deep in our um, 
consciousness right now, this idea of releasing these attachments. And it can feel scary when you're like, but I don't want to let go. Right. Mm -hmm. If I let go, I lose. Yeah. That was something that I uncovered. It was really interesting. And I was specifically letting go of my attachment to my family and the attachment was around success and that I need my family in order to succeed. And that was the belief. Now, right now I have my family. They're completely here. They're completely supportive of my success. So I'm not feeling any negative response to that. But when I let it go and decided that, you know, every attachment, anything you kind of attach to is not necessary. It takes you out of your power and out of choice because if that something happens to that attachment and whatever you've attached to it. So success, I need my family to be successful. If something happens to my family, then I can't be successful. That's the problem with an attachment. So when I released the attachment to my family, what came up next was sadness. I'm like, well, what is the sadness? Why the sadness? Because there was an underlying belief that if I let them go or detached, um, that I would lose them. So, which reveals a control pattern. I have to have them in order to be successful. And if they're not there, then I lose success. So I need to keep them here. So it was really interesting to start pulling that apart and notice where, you know, for some people it's very active. The control part's very active because they haven't got that support or they haven't got that partner or whatever it is. It's there. Um, But it's the sneaky ones, the attachments that are there that you're not seeing and being able to get into a place of power and choice by moving back into you. So what I'd like you to see around attachment and vibration is that every attachment that we have is sort of like, um, you know, when a hot air balloon is trying to be held on the ground, they've got these weight, these ropes and weights. So attachments are the ropes and weights that keep you weighted in this frequency. As you start releasing them, you'll move up in frequency and it is you know i have a feeling this is actually going to be another podcast topic right here because it's such a big one and it's it's loaded bless you all right uh, thank you so we're actually at time rach and i have to go prep for the new moon spirit circle and if you want more information about what's going on in energy we talk about it Mm -hmm. over there there is a freaking I'm just going to say it in my notes. There is a lot about what's happening in our daily life right now mm, and so how that, we're going to be coping with it. Yeah, that's right. And the beautiful thing about the, the spirit circle for those who've never done one, not only do we go into understanding what's happening in the energy, we go through a process of kind of prepping you to work with the energy over the next two weeks. So the new moon is all about manifesting and bringing things in. So we want to be able to do that with the most potent energy as best we can. So we take you through a process of being able to do that. And then we have live psychic Q&A at the end. So if you want to ask some questions and get some psychic insights uh, or questions or whatever, that's the time to do it. So jump on to the circle. We'll put the... (laughs) Put the the link to the spirit circles in the comments box. I'm going to do it right now as I try to talk to you. So good luck with that. Yeah, thanks. Um, I also want to mention, or Rach, maybe you can mention while I type, um, the iTunes. If you could mention ah, iTunes. yes. So we are working on creating an app which has extra awesome goodies that are going to be in it. But in order for us to get to the app level, we do need to have as many people as possible subscribe to our iTunes podcast. <laughs> I was going to say station. The iTunes <laughs> podcast could have just stopped there. Spaceship. Spaceship. It's all good. So we'll uh, we'll add the link to please go and subscribe to our podcast. And for those who love and adore us, would you please leave a review also? Um, And if you don't love us and adore us, you can leave a review too if you want. 
Because we're not attached to the no. reviewers. <laughs> we really it's don't attach. Please be honest. <laughs> awesome. Oh, awesome. So the link is there. I figured it out. Um, we won't have a chance to do psychic questions this round, but again, you can do it in the spirit circle. Uh -huh, uh -huh. So you should join us. And you get All a right. recording. Yes, that's right. You get it recorded and you get the exercises and I'm excited to see what's going to come through. It's channeled. I don't know what's going to come through, but based on the energy, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. I'll tell you that. <laughs> right. Until next time, relax. We got this. Thanks for listening to the show. To learn more about Rach and Therese and all of our awesome offerings, go to spirit the number four success.com or find us on facebook in fact why not join our kick-ass and sparkly group kick-ass and sparkly lady panures unite until next time relax we got this